0: Chapter 2 But something else was happening as the princess grew up, and she came to realise more and more just how hard everybody outside the palace worked so she could have such a luxurious life. The carrots she enjoyed so much were, as her father had said, very mucky, and somebody had to work hard to grow them and prepare them for her. The logs for the warm fires in the palace meant that someone had to work hard to chop down the trees and carry them to the palace no matter how cold they were. And worst of all, her friend the shepherd boy had to stay out in all weathers to guard the sheep whose wool was used to make the lovely warm blankets on her bed. Don't you mind all this hard work? she asked people, and they always said, No, it's not that bad, and anyway, it's the way things are, and we can't change it, so why be miserable? But the princess knew from her life outside the palace that it was just not fair. It was the horses that the princess enjoyed the most, as they did the hardest work of pulling carts and ploughs. One day, when the princess was helping the blacksmith, a man arrived with a grey pony and announced that he wanted to sell him as he was too small to work in the fields and ate more than he was worth in work. The princess looked at him, stroked his mane and knew she just had to have him. "'I'll buy him!' the princess shouted from the door of the forge. "'Oh, yes!' said the man, looking at her scruffy and mucky clothes." and where are you going to find the money? He laughed. I'll get it, she said. (laughs) You do that, he said. One golden coin by this time tomorrow, or he's off to Knacker's yard to be made into dog food. I'll get it, she repeated, but all the time was thinking, from where? That evening at dinner, she decided to ask her father, the king, if she could have some money, but she knew that she had to keep the reason secret, in case the king and queen found out about the time she spent outside the palace. "'Money?' said the king, very surprised. "'What do you want money for?' "'You have only to ask, and whatever you need is yours. "'You don't need to buy anything.' "'I just thought—' said the princess that i might have some money so that if someone say a servant or a palace guard did something especially nice then i could give them some money queen fussy was horrified give servants more money they're paid already and besides coins are very mucky The princess said nothing, just looked down at her plate and tried not to cry. Hannah watched her in silence, and as she collected her plate, she put a hand on the princess's shoulder. What was she to do now that the king and queen would not give her the money? She could not ask the shepherd boy, as he didn't have any money. So who could she ask? That evening, when she returned to the rose garden, Hannah and the other servants found her weeping. "'What is it, my lovely?' asked Hannah." as she brushed the princess's hair. ''I need a gold coin to save a life, but the king won't let me have any money.'' (laughs) She sobbed. ''Dry your tears,'' said Hannah. ''We will give you the money,'' said another of the servants, and to her astonishment, the servants all took small coins from their pockets, and when they were counted together, they came to exactly one gold coin. ''But I cannot take your money.'' the princess said. I have so much and you have so little. Yes, she can, insisted Hannah. We remember how you spoke for us when the queen was going to dismiss us and send us from the palace. The following day, to the man's astonishment, the little mucky girl gave him his money. The pony became hers and she called him fairy because he was delicate and light on his hooves. She rode him every day, bareback, of course, because she could not get money for a saddle, But Fairy didn't seem to mind, though, since the princess stroked his long, soft ears and admired his big, white, shining teeth. "'There,' she said to her friend, the shepherd boy. "'You always wanted to be a groom. You can help me look after Fairy.'